Welcome to the Cap City Outfitters Podcast. This is episode 177. You've got Chris and Brian, and this time around we're going to talk about a recent um, pistol-focused or handgun-focused training event. Um, yeah, looking at stretching things out a little bit further distance. Um, just a warning, I was not there. I was out riding motorcycles up in mid-Ohio, <laughs> so I'll just be adding some color commentary uh, to our observations and the drills and things. Absolutely. Um, guys, recently, you know, we, I think we may have talked about this last last podcast just briefly. Um, young Elijah has got a J and SH in there yeah. somewhere. Dickens in Indiana. Um, the, the gentleman who stopped the shit bag at the mall uh, with a with a number of well-placed shots from what what all reports are saying is 43 freaking yards with a defensive handgun carried legally. Read the damn law. Um, are you guys, all the lefties out there, going, "Hey, he's carrying a gun in a no-gun zone"? Um, it's only it's only illegal to be there if the people who own the property who are responsible for it ask you to leave because you're carrying a gun, and you say no, then you're misdemeanor criminal trespassing. But anyway, I, I digress. Um, young Mr. Well, Dickens. Moral of the story there is: don't be an open carrying douchebag. That's right. Carry your damn gun. Problems. Yeah, and utilize the law as appropriate. And if you've got constitutional carry in your state, rock out. If you don't, go get your permit and rock out. Uh, but anyway, so said bad guy came out of a bathroom with a rifle of some sort, um, shot a couple of innocent people. Um, young Eli. Uh, shoved his girlfriend to cover, by all accounts, is what we're hearing. We haven't seen the video yet. By all accounts, shoved his girlfriend to a point of cover, found a point of cover in domination himself, and proceeded to burn the bad guy to the ground, uh, scoring 8 out of 10 hits at 43 yards, and saving the taxpayer the trouble of having to prosecute this freaking incel, um, feckless coward of a former human form of some sort. What a piece of shit. Anyway, uh, Mr. Eli did the Lord's work. How ironic that his name would be Eli. Uh, maybe they'll, maybe he'll have a book too someday. Yeah. <laughs> the book of Eli too. Uh, there'll be a shorter journey though. Uh, anyway, so Mr. Eli burns this dude down. And, and so what, what we're hearing, and I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I, I, we, we don't know what happened, but what we're hearing of play by plays from guys who have seen the video is it sounds like Mr. Eli connected on his first shot, um, in a big way, which, which made life easy. And that's freaking awesome. So, um, both as a little bit of a tribute to Mr. Dickens and then also who will now be referred to as Eli big Dickens from here on out. Um, he was, so as a tribute to, 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 Mr. Big, um, we, we ran what we're going to refer to as the Eli Big Dickens drill. Yes, it's all over the internet. It's cliche. We're following along. Whatever. Sue me. Um, but we ran the drill. Started off, I don't know, three to five yards off of a couple of barrels as cover. Um, and on the beep, engaged a, a target at 43 yards paced off by me. So I have short leg. Maybe it was only 42. Who knows? Um, and, and you were looking for minimum eight out of ten hits on, on a just standard Ipsic backer. Um, I, I think just about everybody in the group that night was able to achieve that standard 15 seconds, move to cover, shoot 10 times, blah, 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 blah. Uh, had a number of guys make eight, nine, 10 hits, um, in 12 seconds, 10 seconds, uh, you know, and so, you know, we've got some pretty good shooters uh, in the group. 
Um, shoot at this distance on a fairly regular yeah, basis. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, or, or further, you know, on a maybe a little less regular basis, but just to confirm things and 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 it's it's a it's a confidence thing and it's a mechanics thing. Um, but we you know so we we engagement. I think we had you know maybe maybe the first run through somebody only got you know one guy got seven shots, but he's running iron sights. Uh, this, that, and the other, and pistols not necessarily his thing. He's more of a rifle dude. Still managed to make seven hits um, at 43 yards. Um, you know, and so the, the 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 in the pudding proof is there. Now nobody was shooting at us or shooting at other people. Um, we hadn't just shoved our girlfriend to the ground or our wife to the ground to a point of cover. So you know we weren't worried about what kind of backlash we were going to get from that after it was all over. Even though we saved her life, um, you know. Why didn't you push me to the ground? Don't worry, uh, honey. We'll buy you another pup. <laughs> 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 yep, yep. Another uh, another forever wolf pup inbound. Um, uh, anyway, so uh, good success on that drill. Again, no problem. Pressure, um, time constraints. Your buddy's laughing at you, whatever. But everybody, you know, was pretty successful with that. Had a number of guys go ten for ten. Um, ran it for giggles for a couple of the guys who struggled and were right on the borderline there. Um, the time of it, fifteen seconds, moving to cover and getting ten rounds off in fifteen seconds is plenty, plenty, plenty of time. Um, I milked it and shot, you know, in like fourteen six or fourteen nine and went ten for ten. And I think I was in the A zone on all but one shot at forty three yards. Um, note. To note, equipment note, um, we had a couple, I think we only had one or two guys not running dots, not, not running a, a reflex style optic on top of their handgun. Um, even the guys who ran the, re, who weren't running, that were running iron, still did pretty well. One of the guys did it with a Walther PPS, uh, old school PPS, eight shots, so he had a reload. Um, but I think he got seven hits out of eight and then ran out of time on the reload. Um, you know, which, which, you know, that's, that's something else to address at a different yeah. date, working on those reload speeds and those shot speeds and stuff like Interesting that. Interesting to see what he could have done with a Makarov. Exactly. Yeah. God love him. Um, but it, you know, and I, or, or with a Glock 17 or a Glock 21, it would have yeah. burned it to the ground. Um, cause the hits were, the hits were mostly there. But anyway, basically the, when you listen to all the pundits out there in the media, and most of you as gun guys know this, talking about how. This is the most impossible shot and blah, 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 blah. And what a bad example it is. And how he shouldn't have had a gun there. If you think that he shouldn't have had a gun there, you should shut up. Um, you should go eat something profane. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it was a fun drill. Um, it was, like I said, as much a tribute as a drill. Uh, confirmation, confidence kind of thing. Um, we, we went from there and went and ran um, the fast test, fast drill, whatever you want to call it, and ran it a few times. Uh, from cold. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the fast test, Todd Lewis Green, um, it, it's something that he came up with. Again, we kind of shoot it in his honor. It's an interesting baseline metric. Um, if you're running it to expert times, it's, it's, a, it's a for real test. It's a for real drill. In theory, you're supposed to run this cold twice. Um, or you get three attempts in a class. I thought it was, I thought it was two and it was cold and that was it. Yeah, it was I mean, when he ran it, it was two and you got, it was pass fail when he was alive and he ran it yeah. if you wanted a coin in his class. Now they've changed how yeah. they they changed the metrics on their website. Yeah, it used to be my understanding is it used to be like in the class, you just pull it out like, okay, next drill run of the fast test. Yep. Um, you had to you had to complete the correct time two out of three times. Okay. Um, but you didn't get to this wasn't like and those were your three like those are the only three times in the class you're gonna run that drill. Yeah. And and like I said, I, I know from like when, when Mac J ran it that when he took that class, it was two, two. and you had two to get it period. Um, so the fast test is 
from the holster, from concealment. Um, if you're, and then there's other little rules. If you're running open top or you're running law Club, enforcement gear, clubs. you can Google all that stuff. Um, there are some allowances for for other types of carry or other uses. Um, but if you're a CHL or concealed carry guy, it's basically from concealment. You're drawing the gun with two rounds total in the gun. You're making two three by five card sized headshots, um, and then reloading the gun and running four to an eight inch center zone would be the equivalent of like an IDPA center zone. Um, the, the expert time and the coin time was sub five seconds clean, no drop shots, no whatever. Uh, currently if you, if you Google, um, fast drill target, it pulls up a PDF that you can print out that gives you the target. Um, and it talks about the different rules, the time subtractions to time allowances for different equipment, misses, etc. Um, and I know that in his class, there were no allowances for misses. You either shot it clean or yeah. you didn't, well, period. It's still that way. Well, but that, I'm saying the target, though, doesn't say that. They've changed. Uh, That's what I'm saying. If you go to their website and print it out, it says, yeah. oh, well, plus one second for a miss on the head, plus two seconds, it's like, uh, uh, whatever. Yeah. It's clean. Run, run it clean. Um, yeah. If you miss, like, you, you're so far outside the... You're immediately so far outside the times that it's not going to matter. Well, and you can't. There's no makeup shots allowed. Yeah. It's two to the head, load, put four to the body. There's no extras. Period. Um, but anyway, it, the 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 drill is a is a super solid test. The expert level is five seconds to do this. Um, the like, and then the below that is like, you know, uh, good is seven. Um, intermediate or 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 not not novice, but like, but amateur is like nine, and then you know blah 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 whatever. Um, and I think that's where some of the add seconds, take seconds, whatever kind of came in down the road. Um, but my understanding in his class, it was two to the head, four to the body with a reload in between, and you had five seconds to do it. And if you did it twice, you got your coin. Have a nice day. Um, and not many people have done it twice, like fewer yeah. than twenty, I think. Um, and those dudes are some pretty squared away dudes. We actually had. Uh, one of our guys got it clean once in like 490, 494, something like that, sub five, uh, dropped a shot by just like a freaking half an inch on the body, um, but still was like 490. But this dude is a dude who's consistently is around that for that metric. Um, some of the guys who were newer to, to this drill, um, it's, it's an eye opener. It's an eye opener. I, I really don't think, though, anybody was over you know, that like amateur status that or that, that middle of line road. Um, consistently, we're seeing a lot of six and seven second runs on the drill. Um, and then a couple dudes really close running from concealment. Um, I struggled with clothing. I had a, a, a shirt get in the way of the reload on the spare mag. Um, and that's just, that's me not training through yeah. enough, not doing that enough. You guys were still running what, t-shirts for concealment? Yeah, well, I was running a, I was Mostly. actually running a split front Okay. Um, a, a short sleeve, a button up style shirt. And actually a t-shirt would have been easier in this case. Um, but this particular shirt's very nice when it's hot out and it conceals well. And I'm okay with, I'm okay with having to work through that if it hides the gun better. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was 80 in nice weather. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It was freaking awesome. Uh, so we ran the fast test a few different times, uh, give people a chance to kind of get a feel for that. Uh, note uh, on this drill, you can go to, again, go to the internet, go to the Googles and, and print out fast drill target. It'll give you a PDF, links you to pistoltraining.com's website, um, or, or you can just pull the PDF up and print it out. It is supposed to print out on a larger sheet of paper than some, eight and a half by 11. Some legal size paper. Yeah. Well, and I would even question that. And the reason I would question that is because eight and a half by 11, the circle is actually about five and three quarter inches rather than eight. Mm. And, it, and an eight and a half by 14 sheet of paper is still, still only eight and a half inches wide. 
and when it prints out, there's way more gap on either side because I tried both. So okay. when you print it out on paper, if you're printing it on an eight by half, eight and a half by eleven, um, do some mathrology and do some percentages. Do a uh, what's that equation called where you have everything on one side of the equal quadratic. Do a quadratic on it and run what the distance adjustment should be because on a piece of eight and a half by eleven, it is a much smaller card yeah, and it is a much smaller circle, like 25% or more smaller. So maybe you want to run it at, instead of 30 feet or what if 21 feet, whatever it is, maybe you want to cut a quarter off of that and go on. Um, I actually took three by five, measured out the head and three by five on the target, and then marked off an eight inch circle roughly on the target as well. Uh, we were kind of shooting more for A zones on an IPSC, which is outside of that to some extent, but inside yeah. of it. So anyway, um, yeah, however you want to run it, just be aware that if you're running at the proper distance with the proper size target, uh, the PDF, it does not size to a piece of paper properly. And in the past, we've run this on that piece of paper. And I thought, man, that is really freaking hard. It's a hell of a lot easier when you run it to the right size. So be aware of that. Uh, but that was a good time. We had fun with that too. Um, also, a drill that requires you to do a lot of things and doesn't necessarily burn through a bunch of ammo to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and some guys get quirky about, you know, oh, well, I'd never carry my gun with two loads, two rounds in it. Uh, I'm a ninja. I count bullets. I'd never go to slide. Like, whatever. It's a freaking drill. Run the damn drill, you know. Um, it's, it's a test of getting the gun out, getting it into a small target quickly, um, figuring out what kind of allowances you need to make with your sight picture and trigger to get the small target hits, and then a reload, and then four shots to the body as fast as you can get them in an 8-inch target, which is pretty generous at that distance. Um, curiously enough, everybody tries to make up time and that's where the shots are often dropped. Um, it's, it, we've talked about the fast drill a number of times in the past. It, it, I, it's a really solid, fun drill to run and it's a challenge, especially if you're chasing five seconds. So yeah. get, get out and do, do that one. Uh, easy one to look at metrics on against other people too, because it's put right out there for you. Um, anyway, so we did that. Um, we transitioned from there, uh, into, uh, the El Prez, ran the El Prez, so you're basically at, I think, 30 feet, 10 yards, whatever, um, and you're starting off facing up range. You're turning and engaging the target, two shots, two shots, two shots on three different targets that are uh, about a yard apart, shoulder to shoulder kind of deal, um, and, and you're doing two shots on each target, reload two shots on each target, but we modified it to be two shots to the head on each target and then reload two shots to the body and ran it that way and then switched it and ran two shots to the body and then two shots to the head on each target just to mix things up a little bit um, and, and let you run at shooter's choice. You know, you can run left to right, right to left. I don't care however you do it. Uh, but there's a reload in there as well. So, you know, you're running your six rounds, reloading, running your six rounds. No makeup shots, no nothing. Shoot it however you can. Um, in, in general, I think the metric on the on that particular drill is about 10 seconds. If you're running it under 10 seconds, you're doing pretty good. There's some dudes out there that aren't human like Jerry Michelak and I'm sure all the top end, yeah, if you know, you, guys. If you want to be, you know, USPSA Grandmaster, like it's a sub four sec, like definitely sub five second, maybe even sub four second drill at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and if you're just a normal human being with two feet, um, then, you know, like I said, under 10 seconds, I think. When when some of the old-timey guys who used to train up high-speed dudes were running it, you know, they were saying 10 seconds is pretty solid. If you're doing 10, you're rocking and rolling. Uh, from concealment, not competition gear, yeah. et cetera. Um, if you're running comp gear, I'm going to tell you that because of the reloads in the open and the gun's a bigger, heavier gun, less recoil, et cetera, that, yeah, you, you probably should be chasing seven or six as a normal human being. And then, like you said, that's GM times or way sub five, sub six. So yeah. um, uh, good drill just for, again, getting the gun out, engaging multiple targets, finding appropriate zones. 
um, and then getting a reload in and doing it again. Uh, a little bit of footwork turning from uprange to, to downrange to do this. Uh, if you're going to do that, make sure you're, A, you're allowed to do it on your range, and then B, that you're doing it in a safe fashion. The gun shouldn't be coming out until you're pointed in the right direction uh, and go from there. Um, so we ran that a few times, uh, had some fun with that a little bit, a little bit of hazing each other, a little bit giving each other some grief. A um, couple guys who couldn't count ended up with the wrong number of rounds in their gun, but they went to art school, so it's okay. It's no big deal. Um, for those of you that didn't go to art school, well, consider yourself verbally spanked here because um, you know who you are too. Um, I had a fun time with that. Uh, we also did, um, back to getting a little bit of distance in, um, we just did something that was just kind of another fun drill, not really even a metric, just something off the cuff. Uh, to keep round counts down, we've done like B8 targets at 50 yards, 40 yards, 30 yards, 20 yards, and kind of scored those and stuff like that. Uh, we just basically took a, a full-size silhouette clean, an IPSC target, and ran one shot at 50, two shots at 40, three shots at 30, five, four shots at 20, and five shots at 10 yards, but all on the same beep. So you're trying to get footwork in. Um, the primary reason for this drill actually had nothing to do with the ability to hit the target. The primary reason to run this drill was to push everybody into a situation where you're, you're working your footwork um, and just doing footwork. Um, you know, that was the mentality. How fast do you move and how fast can you get to that stopping point and how critical does it have to be? Because your shots at 40 yards require you to set up a lot better than your shots at 10 yards. And so, and a lot of guys figured that out after watching it, they got their one shot at 50 yards and then pushed into that, you know, the 40 yard, come into it, you know, maybe not as hot as they could have, and then went to their 30 yards and came into that a little bit hotter. And, and some of the guys were coming in slow, some of the guys were, so that it's figuring out how fast can you come in, where do you need to be with the gun, etc. And at 10 yards, a lot of the guys never really stopped moving. They come in hot to that 10 yard zone and dump the five because you're close enough. Um, also saw a lot of guys recognize after watching everyone else do it, how bad their timing ability to push that footwork was and it's something we haven't worked on in a while we haven't done pistol stuff in a while but it's something we pushed that pretty hard yeah. last year um on the second run or third run because a couple guys chose to do it a few times um it, after talking about it it's like oh oh yeah i have feet and i should use them appropriately and so we saw some guys wake up on that and that was for me that was the reason the only reason i threw that drill in was i wanted to see who chewed it up and who didn't and a number of guys really kind of looked back and said oh wow we worked on that a lot over the last year I need to remember to do that again. Um, and, it, and it slowed people down. When they started thinking about it, we had the drill generally, everybody shot it pretty much clean. We didn't have anybody dumping shots off the target. I think I ran it. Um, it ends up being 15 rounds. Uh, I put all 15 rounds in the A zone, no problem, um, and ran it in like 28 uh, seconds, which is not fast, but I'm not fast. But the hits were solid. Um, had a couple guys run it a little quicker, a couple guys run it a little slower, but the footwork end of it really mattered. Uh, in that drill. The guys who had good footwork were on the 25 to 28 second range. The guys who had bad footwork were on the 28 to 32 second range. So just something to work on that's not just the gun. It's where you're at with everything else. Yeah. So. Um, I should add, you know, footwork was one of those things we even saw last year when we did, we spent a lot of time focused on yep. footwork. Yeah. Um, the guys that were kind of able to put it together at the end of the night, uh, but never really mastered it. Yeah. I think this comes back to show like who who's mastered their footwork and who can put it together after some practice. Yes. But it's not, it's not a hard skill mastered to the subconscious level. For sure. Absolutely. I would totally agree with that. Um, and I would say in this case, I would say that that goes it, this particular night with this group, um, it probably more than half of the group just kind of let that slide 
the first time. So definitely not one of those things they had mastery of. Now the shooting end of it, everybody was making the hits. So I, you know, again, we're back to the running the sights, running the trigger was, was, is pretty, pretty well dialed in for everybody. Uh, But the footwork thing was, was definitely out there. Uh, We've got a couple guys that are pretty athletic or pretty good at footwork who, who had it down, but everybody else kind of lost their minds on it, just trying to go fast. And it was fun to watch. So, and, and again, it's that, Hey, um, we need to work on this. You know, a couple guys figured out they had to work on shooting, um, but a, a number of guys figured out that they needed to work on footwork more than they did shooting. So, and again, back to having the dot on the gun makes a big difference. Um, some observations, you know, from the night in general, everybody shot really well. I mean, we weren't seeing, you know, everything, the A zones and the, the three by fives and the, you know, were all being hit pretty consistently. There were some drop shots here and there from guys trying to outrun their head or try outrun their headlights, trying to go a little too fast, which, you know, that's the point sometimes push it. Um, but in this case, I think the footwork was the big thing learned. Um, the confidence builder of shooting at 50 and shooting at 43 yards and running, you know, the Eli drill and that fun stuff. It's just a good confidence builder that you're driving your sights and not screwing it up with the trigger. Yeah. I will add if, you know, you've never shot out that distance. Yeah. Um, don't start at that distance. No. You know, start at where you're comfortable and then kind of incrementally add, you know, maybe five yards at a time. Yep. Um, that way you can see, you know, what your sights are doing, what your gun is doing, yeah. what your ammo is doing. Um, yep. Because if you go zero for ten at forty three, you're not learning anything. No, absolutely. And we, but we ran it cold again. That's kind of the tribute slash whatever. Yeah. Um, and our guys, we've all shot yep. on a fairly consistent basis. Yeah. You know, out 50, 60 yards with handguns. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of times it's just running a walk back drill, but shooting at those kind of distances. Yeah. It wasn't a like, oh, I'm shooting fifteen yards past wherever I've longer than I've yep. ever shot before. Yeah, there wasn't anything new there. There wasn't anything new for any of these guys. Well, and a number of these guys, too, will be on the 100-yard line, and maybe while they're getting their rifle gear out, they'll take a couple shots at a 10-inch steel plate or a 12-inch steel plate at 100 yards, and so they know that kind of stuff. Uh, we did have one of the guys running irons um, found out that his gun, um, while probably being regulated perfectly for 50 feet or something like that, was actually pushing pretty high. Um, and I don't think it was the shooter healing. I don't think it was him driving the butt of the gun or anything like that. I legitimately think the gun sights are regulated for a closer distance and it, and it's throwing rounds high. Um, I don't think we had anybody who really had any ammo issues. Um, I was pretty surprised cause I'm, I was running a Glock 45. So that's a gen five barrel. Um, and generally Glocks do not like 115 grain ammo. And you can start to see that past about 30 yards or so. Uh, in this case I had, I was keeping a zones really consistently at distance. Um, and that's the, just the stuff we're selling the stand one armory, 115 grain stuff shot a lot better than I expected. I really thought I'd be fighting that at distance and it was no problem at all. Uh, also, you know, back after throwing a nod out to the dot optic, um, uh, you know, if you're one of the old school guys going, I love my irons, I don't need a dot. Well, if you're young and you shoot great, maybe you don't. Um, but there are certain scenarios where no matter how good you are, it's going to help you. Um, and then when you get old and your eyes go to shit, it, it's everywhere is where it helps you generally. Um, and that, that definitely came through because the group of guys we're shooting with are not a group of spring chickens um, and had a lot of guys with dots. A couple guys grabbed their competition guns to run the 50-yard drill, the 50-40-30-20-10 drill, um, and, and still did real well with that, you know, just grabbing different guns. And, and it's nice to see those big optics making a huge difference, learn how to use them. But all these guys also can shoot irons too, so. Yeah. Six one half dozen the other. Um, fun night to get out and just burn some rounds. We probably shot a little more than we should have. Uh, fairly high round count night, you know, with ammo being expensive still. Um, but this is a group of guys who take it kind of seriously. So I think they, you know, they plan for that. 
Yeah. So it really wasn't a big deal. Um, Honestly, not, some stuff like recoil management, you really can't learn and get yep. proficient with without shooting ammo. Exactly. And we haven't done pistol stuff in a long time. That was probably the other thing that I know reared its ugly head for me. Um, with the G45, I control the gun better than I do with my G19 because of the size of the grip and the little bit of differential angle change. Um, you know, versus the 19, I tend to drive the 45 or that 17 style grip a little bit better. Um, and, and that was evident. And I, I felt like I probably would not have shot quite as well with the 19 had I been running it. But I've been carrying the G45 more and more um, because I just like the gun that much better. So something that's one of those little nuanced things to consider when you think, oh, it's a clock. It's the same, it's the same, it's the same. But it's not actually. It makes a difference. So forty fifth um, version of perfection. Yeah, yeah. So thanks to the other white meat Brian for that one because I don't know that I would have pushed the forty five if he hadn't said how much more he liked it um, because of the seventeen feel. So yeah, uh, I think a lot of stuff. You know, I think like I said, just pointed out some little neat things, um, guys. If you can get on the range and run some of these drills, you got a facility you can do it. You know, whether it's you know Grandpa's farm or you're a member of a club that'll let you do this kind of stuff or private property or whatever. Uh, get out and do it. Um, the the movement aspect, the distance aspect, all those different things. Uh, if you want to shoot distance, I, I don't know what the state ranges will allow you to do. If you wanted to go put up a full size silhouette at 100 yards at Deer Creek or Delaware, I don't know if they'll let you do that or not. They obviously won't let you move down range. Um, but putting that target up after you shot your rifle, your pistol rounds are generally a different size, so you could shoot a few rounds on that target and just kind of see what you're doing. But like Brian said, if you've never done it before, I wouldn't start at 100. It might be a little more demoralizing than helpful. Um, but working your way back not only gives you the confidence, but it also shows you where you need to, like you said in the newsletter, um, where you need to stop and figure out how to move closer to the target to engage the target. That bow hunter's mentality, um, I'm really good at 30 yards, but beyond that, I might just wound something. Well, that maybe that means I've got to get within 30 yards before I take my shot. And the risk to my life and limb um, is, is my life and my limbs are important to me, but shooting somebody that doesn't need shot accidentally because I missed my primary target is probably not a good thing either. So consider those things. And that's a good way to figure out what that number is, yeah. you know, is by pushing it and seeing. So yeah, good night. It's good time. Um, you know, so just some ideas for you guys, if you want to get out and do some of this kind of stuff. So, and we also like to talk about what drills people are running. So if you're in the store, you know, talk about, you know, a, a recent training event you've done with us because we'd like to hear what you know what other drills are being run um you know i know that the, like an el prez isn't the hottest cool guy thing but it's a standard for a reason so yeah yeah cool uh on that note follow us along on social media we're on facebook and instagram as long as the commie bastards from meta let us stick around Grr. you can find us on facebook at cap city outfitters and on instagram at cap city outfitters too uh, on our website you can find information such as how to do an ffl transfer or how to purchase a suppressor via our storefront over at silencershop.com. Uh, also on the website, you can sign up for our newsletter uh, or just drop us an email to info at We'll get you on the email newsletter list. And then we're here in Hilliard, Ohio. We're at 4465 Cemetery Road. We're in front of the Aldi's. We're directly next to Louis Fusion Drill. Try the Mofongo. Yeah. Uh, we're here Tuesday through Friday during the summer 10 to 5 and then Saturdays uh, 10 to 3 and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for tuning in guys.